The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, I sure hope we are here for you today. I really hope that we have something that you need on the show today. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms because uh, we focus on your incredible value as a mom because the fact is moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet of raising up that next generation. So let's start with a question. Is the new abnormal school year throwing your family into turmoil? Do you feel like you're going to tear your hair out? Whether your kids are going back to school in person or online or you're doing the homeschool thing, we've got some incredible advice that you're going to want to hear today. Our counselor for moms will help us navigate the new normal of schooling with ideas for cutting stress and frustration and proving your kids' performance and just being happy in the middle of all this hard stuff. So stay tuned for some tension-reducing tips with Jamie Kirkbride and more Channel Mom right after 60 seconds from our sponsor. I want to tell you about a company I've personally trusted with work in my home. When another company told us we had to get a new furnace, we called Premier Mechanical, and they fixed our old furnace for much less than the cost of a new one. Premier is a licensed, insured air conditioning and heating service provider for the greater Denver area. They service, repair, and replace ACs, furnaces, boilers, swamp coolers, and more. They use upfront pricing so you know what it's going to cost before they begin. Read their reviews by Googling Premier Mechanical Denver or visit their website at ClaimYourComfort.com. Moms are a big deal. But sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you on board. You know, I think of all the moms out there who listen to the show who just (laughs) feel like everything is on their shoulders. I was running around the house today trying to feed the dogs and give one of our aging dogs a pill and take them outdoors and water the plants and clean this up and clean that up and watch my 21-year-old son still sleeping at about 1130. Um, and my daughter was off at school and my husband was at his work, so I can't blame him for not helping. But I, I just feel like moms have so much on their plates. So, you know, I, I, if I had the applause sound effect queued up, I'd give you a round of applause. Um, what you do is amazing. So please know that I know that you do a lot and that the world needs your work. So 
Let's start with a little mom market shout out. We want to welcome our brand new station, 100.7 The Word in Colorado Springs, as well as our precious mamas in Little Rock, Arkansas, and in Pocatello, uh, Ohio, or Ohio. Silly me, but Pocatello is in Idaho and also in Kansas. We're just so grateful for all of you and are also our friends in Alabama. Glad to have you guys all on board. All right, so here's the thing. I have a feeling that a ton of moms right now are focused on how to make this school year better than it feels right now. Maybe it has you tearing your hair out. Maybe you're dealing with kids who are depressed. Maybe uh, the learning in your household has gone down the tubes. Well, we've got tools to fix the school thing today. Um, We've got techniques from our mom counselor. She's on the line today. She's going to help us here in a second. And it's for all areas, online schooling, uh, in-person schooling, homeschooling. Well, homeschooling is in-person too. You know, a school in a building that is a school (laughs) or school in the building that happens to be your house. Um, So we've got those tips coming up. You know that I like to start with a little soundtrack that goes along with what we're talking about for the day. So here's the weird little soundtrack I found from, I think it was the movie Grease 2, about going back to school. Okay, so super cheesy song and just about no kid in America would enjoy that song, but I thought it might make moms chuckle. So that is why I picked that song. All right. So before we get to Jamie, she has a ton of tips and I've been reading over them and I know that they're going to be instructive for you. They're going to help make your kids more successful in your house, less stressed. So I do want you to, to stick around for what she has to say. I just kind of want to lay the groundwork. I've been doing a little bit of research because I will say that the, the fear mongering has been getting to me and, and I don't discount what COVID has done and the lives that it has taken. I certainly do, no disrespect there, but school aged children are at a very low risk for contracting COVID and an even lower risk for uh, dying from it. The death rate statistically is about as close to 0% as it could be for children. It hovers below uh, 0.1%. So far in this pandemic, deaths of children are less than in each of the last five flu seasons. So I don't have concerns about sending my kids back to school. Maybe you do, especially if you have a kid who's compromised. But I want people not to be afraid because COVID is not the only number we should be focusing on. There are other numbers that matter. There is a rise in suicide, depression, and other struggles for our kids. There's a rise in domestic violence. These are all numbers that deserve our attention as well. And I think going back to school is what our kids need right now. And I think Jamie's going to agree with me. I I know some other moms do. I I took a little poll on Facebook, which I'm going to tell Jamie about. But first, so I can just shut up here for a second. Welcome, Jamie, to Channel Mom. Thank you. I always love being here, Jenny. Yes. I should remind everybody, we call you our counselor for moms, but you are a licensed professional counselor. You have seven children of your own, which gives you plenty of expertise, even if you weren't a licensed counselor. So (laughs) that is what you draw from when you give excellent tips, both through your uh, parenting for personality uh, site and your blogs and so on, but also when you come on Channel Mom. We're so grateful for what you have to say. All right. So, Jamie. I don't know if this will surprise you, but I took a couple polls and these were the results. First of all, I polled moms to see how many um, were going back to school in a school building, how many were doing online and how many were doing homeschool. Actually, the proportion was probably about right. 
Um, at the, the ones I'm looking at, five said going back to school in a school building, uh, two said online, and one said homeschooling, which is probably close to what the national rate is. And then I asked moms, are your kids happy and relieved to be starting school again or stressed and depressed? And I got both answers there, a little bit more happy and relieved than stressed and depressed. But I also asked the same question on Instagram, and, and far I, considerably more people said, my kids are stressed out. They're concerned. And Jamie, I contacted you this week and said, I had a heart to heart with my daughter. And my daughter goes to my husband's school. My husband is a principal and a superintendent. They're back in school because we live in a rural district. We've had very few cases of COVID and no deaths. So we're back in school, like for the real deal school, like no, um, what's it called? Modified scheduling and things like that. They have to wear masks and social distance and so on. But my daughter said, mom, this is depressing. This is my senior year and I can't touch my friends and I've got a mask on and I can't do volleyball and I can't go on field trips and we're not going to do homecoming and I can't watch football games. And I know those are first world problems, but what are we dealing with in our precious kids with all of this discombobulation in, in the schooling thing? I think it's such a complex issue, as you already alluded to. You know, you can't just look at just the COVID numbers, but also factoring in the depression and, you know, the kids that are at home and maybe not getting the meals that they're used to right. at school or domestic violence rates or depression and kids feeling so isolated. You know, in our house, we have six kids still at home, ranging in age from college to just starting kindergarten this year. And I think they so badly wanted to get back and have that social connection but I think it's it's complex and conflicting even for them because it's different than it was before. You know, what they knew as their normal has been so shaken up and almost turned upside down. And, you know, they sit at lunch tables where there's three people to a huge table where before their whole class was there. And, yeah. and if anybody's gone, they sit alone at lunch. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard for us to imagine how some of that may have changed, you know, wearing masks on a you know, two hour bus ride to go to a sporting event or wearing six, a mask six out of eight hours in a day and, you know, taking it off for breaks when you're breathing hard in PE. And, you know, their normal has been so changed that I think even for those that were relieved and excited to get back, it's not that simple. It brings with it some other added stress and conflicting emotions. Yeah. And you're going to deal with that. You, you've got, I think, an acronym that you're going to share with moms today. But, but again, I don't. I, I understand that our kids are fortunate to live in America, and you know, mm-hmm. most of them are not facing severe sicknesses or starvation or you know, all kinds of other tragedy or trauma. But this is tough. What they're going through is tough. And and I just want you, as our counselor for us mamas. To, to kind of lead us through uh, what are some ways that we can counsel our kids when they're dealing with this weirdness. You know, my husband, as I said, is, they opened their school district in the mountains here in Colorado. And um, he, he read a statistic or he heard a statistic that he was only one of about 20 to 30 percent of U.S. public schools that are actually going back to school somewhat normally. Um, the rest are not, you know, there's online, there's the hybrid schedules, there's all of that. So uh, most people in a, are in a very weird circumstance. And even those that are going back to school, like my daughter, it's still weird. I mean, she doesn't get to play volleyball till spring. And, and, you know, there's just a lot of weirdness. So, so what are your tips for mamas who are just at their wits end and overwhelmed? Cause there's so much more responsibility on the mom now. Right. Right. I think that's, I think that's really key, Jenny, is that, no matter what decision people are making right now, there isn't really a normal. Yeah. Normals are being established, but this is 
so unfamiliar to all of us, no matter what choice you have for schooling. And, you know, for some it was imposed on them. For others it was a choice. I know where our kids go to school, we could choose to send them or choose to do online that they would be doing from the school, you know, through the district. So yes, and that's that ours choice. too. Ours, is, ours has to offer that as well. You're right. Right. So, you know, no matter what it is, I think it came with decision-making and some pressure behind that. Are we choosing the right thing? You yeah. know, are, are we doing the right thing? How will we know we're doing the right thing? Will we still feel like we're doing the right thing? And so I think we have to, you know, acknowledge that. And when you first asked me about this topic, the word pause just kept coming to mind. And I, I can't help but feel like God just gave that idea to me because it's key. It's key for us just to pause for a minute and kind of collect what's going on because we're kind of caught up in just a swirl of different emotions, thoughts, feelings, some hype, some fear, you know, whatever it is. And I think it's important just to pause. Yeah. And so, you know, that's kind of the word that I've built these tips, these tips on today. Um, well, and just can, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead with that in just a second. But what does a pause look like for a mom? Like, does, is it just her stopping, sitting in a chair, breathing, you know, not, not getting, you know, um, super stressed out at the beginning of the day? Like, what does a pause look like? That pause might come for you when your eyes open in the morning. And it's that moment before you step out of bed and you decide what does today look like? What does today feel like? It may be sitting with a cup of coffee in a cozy spot in your home. It may be closing your eyes and relaxing. It may be just stopping from the busyness of everything to just collect yourself and get some focus. So, to me, the P represents that perspective. Okay. You know, what do you believe to be true? How do you want to handle life? How do you want to handle problems? Um, some examples of what that perspective might be. It may be God is in control. It may be this doesn't have to control me. It may be I'm going to do what's best for my child. It may be I'm not going to live in fear. But kind of finding that key belief, what do you believe to be true, and that will be that focal point of your perspective. Yeah. Moving on to A, I think we align. We align our behaviors with that perspective. So if this is what I know to be true, this is what I'm going to choose to do. Or as a result, we will choose this for our family, or I will choose this for my child, or today I will choose this for me. But I think that, you know, that perspective helps set everything else in course. So our thoughts and our perspective are so incredibly powerful, because beyond that, our behavior follows, and our emotions follow. And it kind of sets up those dominoes. And so that's why I think that pause and picking the perspective and aligning is really, really important. Yeah, you have, almost have to coach yourself at the beginning of the day. Oh, yeah. And say, this is and how I I'm going to look at the day. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's something we, we consciously do. And we, we establish that as a habit because it has such power in our life, in our day, in our family, in our children. You, I think we understand we understand that there's going to be a range of emotions that come up. I think that there may be some anxiety, some overwhelm, some sadness, some anger, some fearfulness, maybe for some even relief. I mean, Jenny, I know I'm usually the kind of mom that dreads when school comes and my kids have to go back to school. Yeah, me too. Me too. Five and a half months of being in our house (laughs) and having very little changing dynamics, there was this small bit of relief like you know what we're all going to get to breathe a little freer yeah you know we're all going to be able to to experience some of what we've missed and and some of those emotions can be really um conflictual you know how can i feel both 
sad that they're leaving and a little bit of relief that they're leaving. How can I feel angry that we're experiencing this, but glad that at least, you know, he can still go to college, but two weeks late. You know, I mean, there's just so many emotions that are kind of um, a dichotomy. So you're spelling, you're spelling pause. So P is perspective. Uh, A was attitude. A line. A line. line. And with your perspective and you was understanding. What about the mom who is not sending her kids out of the house and and her kids are doing online schooling or she's homeschooling? She has a huge array of feelings from frustration to impatience to worry that she's not going to do it as well as she should to being irritated. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yes. And, you know, last spring when this first hit, that was our home and we had five kids at home doing homeschool. And I can't tell you the range of emotions I felt. And there were moments that I, I would feel like, you know what, we're on top of it. Today's going well, and we are killing this. And in the next 30 seconds, we'd be falling flat. And I'd be thinking, I was never cut out for this. I didn't choose to homeschool. There is not anyone less equipped for this than me. And it was it was such a constant roller coaster ride. And I think that's, again, why that perspective and understanding are both so important. You know, we need to understand and give ourselves, you know, both the respect, the consideration, the thoughtfulness that my emotions are going to be up and down. And I I may not feel the same thing 10 minutes in a row and give ourselves grace for that. Yeah, give yourself grace. And I know you got, I think, maybe one more grace tip as well. But what, what is the S in pause? S is surround. I think we need to really be conscious about surrounding ourselves with things that help us keep our perspective. You know, for some, that may be time in God's Word. I know when I start each day listening to a sermon or reading God's Word or having devotion time, um, praise and worship music, whatever it might be, it helps me get set in that perspective. It helps me get on course. It might be like-minded friends. It might be a mentor. Jenny, for some, it may even be counseling. And I think we need to be okay with that. This is a big stressor in life. This is something we've never experienced before. The pressures have been great. And I think we really need to be open to getting the supports that we need in place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and even moms who have friends have felt separated from their friends, like they can't vent and they can't. I mean, I've been going on hikes and walks with my friends, but but not every mom has had the access she needs to, to understanding no. friends. I- and I think that's huge. I mean, I know my ability to connect with friends with six kids at home has felt very minimal. I don't have much phone time or I'm all talked out. I yeah. don't come out of birds. You know, it has affected maybe some of those usual support systems that women have in place or that parents have in place. So support so is S. That's right. Surround. Oh, surround. I'm sorry. Yeah, actually, it would work for support, too. <laughs> Get yeah, get some support. Don't be don't feel ashamed of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Support, surround, surround yourself with support. Right. Amen. And what's E? Um, e is evaluate at a specified time. And I think it's important to not just say evaluate because I think the habit and maybe even the fear is that we get caught up in evaluating every moment or every day. And I think that keeps some of that anxiety riding high. Yeah. And you know what? I think a lot of women do that, Jamie. We're constantly self-assessing. Yeah. That's right. You know, and I know when I was trying to do the homeschooling from home in the spring, man, it felt like I I could easily get caught up in this, man, I just can't do this. I can't do this. What, What am I supposed to be doing different? What do I need to change for tomorrow? And I thought I chose the right thing today, but maybe tomorrow I should do X. And I think it's important that we 
kind of stop that kind of thinking and evaluating and maybe say, you know what, I'm going to attack this week with this perspective and this choice. And then a week from now, I can evaluate what's working and what's not and then change it. But I don't think we can afford to live evaluating every moment. I think that increases our anxiety. It causes us to, to kind of um, just feel stuck or, or almost feel caged in or thinking that there is a right way and I'm just not choosing it. And yeah. so I think it's okay to evaluate, but I think we need to not be caught up in that just at a specified time. Yeah, like and Sunday night or something, like, like Sunday night, yeah. sit down and say, you know, I'm going to look at and maybe involve the kids with what didn't work last, last week. So maybe this week we're going to set a different kind of schedule or we're going to take more breaks That's or we're gonna, whatever it is. And allow yourself the freedom to change your course or to express your needs or to get more help or resources in place. Maybe you realize an area that you need more support or one of your kids needs more support, but just not living in that constant state of deciding if what you're doing is right or wrong. Yeah, that's big. That's a really good piece of advice because I think a lot of moms are very self-critical, self-analyzing, and and they often come up on the short end. They don't say, oh my gosh, I'm doing such a fabulous job. I mean, they're much more likely to say that I'm not doing this well at all. So so that's really good. So any other, we've only got about three minutes left, any other tips you want to make sure moms get to, to make their kids or help their kids be more successful, whether it's homeschooling online or going to a school building? You bet. You know, I think no matter what we choose, or in some cases what might be imposed, I think our kids need to feel us being their constant instability when everything around, uh, everything else around them can feel so unpredictable and changing. And I know that sounds like pressure. The truth is we can't do it in our own strength, yeah. but we can with God's help. And he will equip us for this. And, you know, I know as I was thinking through all of, you know, the tips for this show today, grace just kept coming up again and again and again. And, and I think that's the theme, Jenny, whether you've homeschooled before and you're doing it again, whether you're doing homeschooling for the first time, whether you're sending your kiddos out the door, you need to have grace for yourself. This is something we haven't done before. It's going to feel different. It's going to involve some changes in routine and perspective and what feels right or what feels wrong. And I think we just need to allow ourselves grace for this crazy, crazy race. Yeah. And I would say, allow yourself, I'm not forcing this upon you. I don't want to be a Pollyanna and say everything's great, but to, to find some of the positives. I, I did frankly enjoy the fact that my kids were around more. Uh, I, I think I was ready for them to go back to school for them. Um, not for me as much, but there are some positives. I think some families have gotten closer. I think, um, some of us have greater respect for teachers. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. so I think there, there have been some true positives in all of this. So, so Jamie, can you remind, go ahead. One other thing, Jenny, is that in the course of all of this other stuff that feels complicated and challenging, I just want to encourage everybody to build in some time for simple fun yeah. in the family. Even if it's family hide and seek, if it's steal the bacon, capture the flag. I mean, it doesn't even have to involve money or a huge amount of time. Just make time for a little bit of fun. It, it will amaze you how 10 minutes of that with your kids refreshes them and you. Yeah, like get out a board game or play charades or go outside and play basketball. Or That's, that's fantastic. Moms really need that. They need that release. So, Jamie, how do they find you and your blog and all of your fabulous advice? Bet. You can find me at parentingwithpersonality.com. You can find me at Personality Mom on Twitter and Parenting with Personality on Facebook and Instagram.
Awesome. And we'll, we'll have you back soon. We try to have you on at least once a month. So we'll have Jamie on soon and she'll have more great advice. Thanks for being on Channel Mom, Jamie. You bet. Thank you, Jenny. All right. Take care. Okay. So a couple of little announcements uh, just to remind you of. You know, I'm aware that a lot of grandmas listen to us and I treasure the grandmas. But what I would say to you is please remember to tell your daughters about us because we also need the mamas and the grandmas together listening and tell them that there are all kinds of resources for them at channelmom.com. And, uh, you know, we want to help them however we can, whether it's, you know, speaking events or channel mom coffees or helping a mom who's trying to get back on her feet, uh, coming out of homelessness or a mom in prison or a mom who needs help with Christmas because we do that as well for single moms. A ton of stuff that we do for moms. So, so refer them to channelmom.com. Also, just remember to follow us. I sometimes think Facebook has a little bit something against Channel Mom because every time we get like five new likes, they're all gone by the end of the week. And so I'm thinking maybe, maybe Facebook doesn't like that I pray on Facebook. I don't know. I don't want to be paranoid, but a friend called me the other day and they said, she said, they took away my like. I liked you and they took it away. So just saying, why don't we deluge Facebook and Instagram with likes for Channel Mom? We're just at Channel Mom everywhere. You can also uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We've got a bunch of old vid- videos that we've done, past interviews there with people like Sheila Walsh, the Duggar family, uh, Ruth Graham, Billy Graham's daughter, all kinds of uh, good experts with great advice. So you can check us out there. Um, next week. Please know that uh, I hope you will tune in because we have an amazing couple on who I think has done one of the biggest marriage surveys in the last however many years. They're asking the question, is it possible to change the world, stay in love, and raise a healthy family? In other words, can you balance like career as well as marriage, as well as raising your babies? And, and I'm sure they'll have a perspective for single moms as well. So I hope you'll tune in for them next week and be blessed by that. And this is the time where I thank you, Mama. Thank you for all you do. If nobody else has thanked you today, I am thanking you for the sacrifice and the love that you put into your mothering and all you do for your children. So God bless you for that. And uh, have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.